if the Detroit Pistons were to fall to the number five overall pick in this upcoming NBA draft, if they also were willing to trade that number five overall pick, what would the value be for that pick? We're going to talk about that in today's episode of the Locked On Pistons podcast. You are Locked On Pistons, your daily Detroit Pistons podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's the deal? Welcome back to another episode of the Locked On Pistons podcast. Per usual, I'm your host, Kuka Hill. You can find me over on Twitter, at Kuka Hill. I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Pistons your first listen of every single day. We are free and available on all your podcast platforms. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button at the YouTube channel. 15 or 50% of you guys who watch the videos have not subscribed, so please hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. We're on our way to 10,000 subscribers. Or you guys can leave us a five-star review on whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on. That's another great way to support the podcast. And today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked on NBA for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed with Game Time. So I have a super interesting exercise I did for today's episode of the Locked on Pistons podcast, and it was inspired by James Edwards III article with The Athletic. Um, the Athletic did a pre-roll or, or a tankathon roll of the top five picks to play it out and see how it would go. And they had the beat writers from each team talk about who they'd pick, et cetera, et cetera. And in this tankathon roll that they had, and I'm going to I'm say that you guys should go read this article yourself. Um, always make sure you guys check out a lot of the Athletic stuff. It's usually pretty good stuff. So in this tankathon roll, the Pistons fell down to five. And the reason why... The value for the number five overall pick is such a discussion right now is because in this in this article, James goes on to say that he thinks it's a real possibility if the Pistons were to fall to five, they would simply trade it. They just wouldn't even make a pick. He says in here, quote, I think there's a real possibility Detroit would look to trade the number five pick if that's where it landed. Would I bet my money on it? No. However, the organization may be interested in getting a more proven commodity and or move the con- move a contract and get a later pick for it. Um, he goes on to say that uh, potentially adding another front court player to already stacked front court may be another reason why they decide to move on from the f- number five pick. And he ends he ends off his explanation with ultimately though I think Detroit doesn't select at number five for itself if this scenario becomes a reality. So this this, this caused a lot of talk in the Pistons community about well if the Pistons do fall to five. Should they actually trade it? Would it be the right move? And what would the value even be for number five? So this isn't the, the I don't think this is the, just the best accurate way to do it, but I thought it was pretty fun. I went through and I asked as many of the locked on NBA hosts from all the other teams. I asked them, hey, if the Pistons got the number five overall pick, what would your offer be to the Pistons? I asked all 30. I got responses by about, I believe, 20 of them. Um, so I want to go through some of these offers. Um, and I want to hear from you guys. Make sure you guys go down in the comment section down below. Tell me how you guys feel about all these trades. Are there any of them you guys actually think is a good trade and one you'd actually consider doing? Let me know all that in the comment section down below or over on Twitter at Kuka Hill. Um, but the first one I want to go with uh, was from our friends, our guys, Locked On Bulls. Um, they offered us. I asked them, hey, what would you do for number five? They said, here, I got a trade for you. They offered this. They said, DeMar DeRozan, Dale and Terry, and the Portland, one of the, uh, the their future Portland pick that they have for number five, Boyan Bogdanovich and Killian Hayes. This trade, again, I want to hear from you guys. Let me know. Let me know what you guys think. 
Um, but this trade, I'm saying no to. Um, if DeMar was a little bit younger, possibly. But DeMar DeRozan will be 34 next season. Um, Dalen Terry isn't that intriguing of a prospect, at least to me. And getting another future pick is, is enticing, but I don't think it's all that enticing when you talk about the number five pick if you're just getting that and an old DeMar. Um, so I'm not interested in this trade. It, again, like I said, if DeMar was younger, I think it could be interesting if he was like 29 or something, 28, the caliber of player he is. Yeah, I think I'd be interested in it maybe a little bit. Um, but no, I, I'm not interested in this move. Uh, DeMar's older, he's on an expiring contract, and the other pieces involved in it just aren't um, aren't too enticing. But again, one of the bigger things I want everyone to to, to pay attention to throughout this episode, it, it, the offers, yes, but I want you guys to pay attention to the overall value that you're seeing from outside noise about the number five overall pick. So that's why I did this exercise for, to see like what, if I could find like what the, the, the outside noise seems to think the number five pick would be worthy of. But this trade with the Locked On Bulls, guys, um, I would say no to this one. Uh, Locked On Grizzlies, I sent the same question to them. Hey, number five, what would you guys do for it? Um, They responded and said you could take one of Tyus Jones or Steven Adams and two to three future first-round picks. Um, This one also, I think, is a no. I I don't think it's a terrible offer. I don't think it's a slap in the face. If they really wanted to move on from Killian Hayes, and they want to get a legit backup point guard, probably the best backup point guard in the NBA, who also could be a starter on a lot of teams, and Tyus Jones, plus two to three first-round picks. I could see, I don't think that's bad value. I don't think that's a spin in the face. Having two to three extra first-round picks uh, to use in trades and, and just to have it in your arsenal, I think would be interesting. Um, but for the number five overall pick, uh, it's because of the type of players that would be there, the wings and how badly the Pistons need wings. Um, I don't know if this is enough to move me off of that. So I would still say no to this trade, even though I think this trade probably is a better one than the locked on bulls one. I'm still saying no to this one right here. Um, the next trade we got locked on Knicks locked on Knicks says, I said the same thing to them. Number five, what would you want? They say OB Toppin or Grimes plus the Pistons' future first that they owe them for number five. Um, this one is a straight-up no. Um, I want the Pistons' future first-round pick back, but it's not that important to where I'm giving up number five for it. And Obi Toppin isn't, isn't valuable enough like that. And although I like Grimes, I really do like Grimes, I also don't think he carries that type of value for a number five overall pick. So I'm still saying, I'm saying no to this one, too. Again, I do want – you guys know I want the Pistons' first-round pick back that they owe to the Knicks – but not that badly. Not, I, I, don't, I don't want it that bad. So saying no to that one. This one right here is one that I would heavily consider. I, I really would heavily consider this one. I don't know if I say yes or no. I'm interested to hear you guys' thoughts. But I would heavily consider this one. Talked with Locked on Thunder. They said we'd give you Lou Dort, number 12 pick in this draft, and a future first for five. I think that's a very respectable offer. I think Lou Dort would do a lot of things for the Pistons on defense. They desperately need defense on this team. You heard Troy Weaver talk about it at the end of the season, how badly they need defense. Lou Dort certainly would would provide that. Um, he, would, he would provide a little bit uh, offensively. He is not the most efficient play on offense, but I don't think he's just a, a zero on the offensive end either. Um, 
even though this season, wow, I didn't actually, you know, looking at his numbers, his, his, his numbers this year on offense really took a deep dive. My goodness. Um, but you'd be getting him for his defense, obviously. Um, and then the number 12 pick plus another future first round pick. I think that's a respectable offer after looking deeper into his offensive numbers. That kind of scares me and probably scares me away from saying yes, but I think that's a respectable offer from the OKC Thunder. I would still say no, but I th- I, that's not one I'm blocking your number on. I think that's a respectable offer. I would just say no to that one. Um, and then the final one we'll do for this segment, Locked on Hawks offers John Collins um, for number five. Absolutely not. John Collins, I think at this point, you're probably going to have to attach picks to to move off of him with how he's played and with the hand injury that he has to his shooting hand or to one of his fingers on his shooting hand. Yeah, I think you're probably going to have to attach picks to to his to even get off of him and his contract. So definitely not to that one. Um, so let me know what you guys think about all those trades that I just mentioned. Uh, would you guys entertain any of those? Do you guys like any of those? Do you guys think that's bad value? That's terrible value? Let me know all you guys' thoughts in the comment section down below or over on Twitter at Hill. Coming up, there's another trade that I think is a respectable trade and it has me has me pausing. I, I'm, I'm pausing and thinking about it, and it's with the Indiana Pacers. So if you want to know what that is, stay tuned to after the ad break. But first, I've got to tell you guys about one of our sponsors, Ultimate Pro Basketball GM. Ultimate Pro Basketball GM is the coolest game I've played on my phone in a long time. I've always thought I could be a great NBA GM, but as it turns out, it's not all that easy. If you've had the same thought and have fantasized about managing your own basketball franchise, go and download Ultimate Pro Basketball GM right now. The game allows you to manage every strategic aspect of a franchise, playing through seasons and leading your franchise and fans to glory as you build a historic dynasty. In the simulation, you're responsible for dealing with challenging personalities from both players and coaches, hiring the right coaches and assistants, trading and training players and making draft picks, navigating your franchise through free agency and the draft and all the ups and downs of multiple seasons. All this in a challenging and realistic game world, Ultimate Pro Basketball GM is completely free and playable offline and play on the go as you want when you want to. Locked On Pistons listeners get 100% free boost to their franchise when using promo code Locked On in the game store, so make sure to check it out. To download the game, just visit probasketballgm.com, scan the code, or look it up on the app stores. That's probasketballgm.com, Ultimate Basketball GM, start your dynasty today. And then I've got to tell you guys about another one of our sponsors, Ibotta. Groceries, school shopping, and getting a little something for yourself. You know you're already doing it, so why not get cash back for it with Ibotta? You can earn cash back on every shopping trip. Ibotta gives you cash back on hundreds of grocery items from produce to personal care to pantry goods. Either link your loyalty account or upload your receipt after you shop and get your cash back. It's just that easy. The average Ibotta user earns $120 a year year in real cash back. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip. Or you could use your cash back to buy that flight you've been eyeing, that game you've been dying to go to, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. A typical basket of groceries was over $50 more expensive at the end of 2022 than the beginning of the year due to inflation. You could earn two and a half times that cash back from Ibotta, or even more depending on how much you use Ibotta. Ibotta gives you real cash back, not points. Other apps, they give you points that don't amount to much. With Ibotta, you get real cash back that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. You can earn cash back on hundreds of online brands and retailers too when you start with Ibotta, including Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. 
Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying Ibotta by using the code LOCKED when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app and use code LOCKED. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code LOCKED with Ibotta. So, I want to thank you guys again for making Lockdown Pistons your first listen of every single day. We are free and available on all your podcast platforms. If you haven't already, head to the YouTube channel at Lockdown Pistons. Hit that subscribe button or leave us a five-star review on whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on. That's another great way to support the podcast. Um, I want to shout out another listener. Sent me, um, sent me a screenshot of them winning a championship in Ultimate Pro Basketball GM. This one is from Twitter. Save us. Adam Silver is his name. Clever name. They won the world championship in 2032-2033. They have a starting center, 103 overall, 94 overall power forward, 93 overall small forward, 99 overall shooting guard, 96 overall point guard. Um, So congratulations to them. I responded with, you guys got to be cheating, and they admitted that maybe they use a little premium. Uh, But either way, they were able to win a championship. I told you guys I'd shout you guys out if you guys were able to send me a screenshot of you guys winning uh, a championship in Ultimate Pro Basketball GM. Um, so just want to shout that out. If you want to get shouted out for it, go ahead and send me a screenshot on Twitter or in the comment section, wherever you can. I'll definitely shout you out, uh, if you were able to do so. All right, let's move on to the next trade. And this trade right here is one that I actually, I I very much considered and and it it would have me, I, I would pause and think about it. So this one's from the Indiana Pacers. I asked the same question. Number five, what are you offering? Locked on Pacers said, we'll give you Miles Turner. Number 26 overall pick and the 29th overall pick for that number five pick. I would consider it. I don't think I'd end up taking it. Not sure. Not sure if I take it or not. Though I think it's one that is a respectable offer. And I could see it. I could see it. Miles Turner is a big guy who over the since 2017 is shooting 35.5% from deep. This past season he shot 37.3% from deep. Um he's averaged He's averaged 18 points a game this past season. Um, Before then, he was hovering around, let's see, over the previous four seasons, he was averaging around 13 points a game. But he's a really good rim protector as well at 2.7 blocks a game. And if if the Pistons really want to force this too big issue, I can see him slotting next to Jalen Duran as the guy who spaces the floor out, shooting a a 35% over the last six or seven or five or six seasons. This past season, shooting around 37% from deep. He is able to space the floor out, and then on defense, he can protect the rim and kind of let Duran roam around a little bit. I think I could see the vision with that. And then you get pick 26 and 29 in this draft, and I'm picturing possibly trading Bojan with uh, pick 26 and then also pick 31 to try to move back up into the lottery to get a guy that you want. If you were able to do that, and I don't know if Bojan 26 and 31 would be enough to get back up into the lottery, but if it was... You're talking about leaving draft night with Miles Turner, a lottery pick, and another first at 29. So you're coming away with three players, two prospects, and a guy who really fits your two big ideology that Weaver's been pushing. I see it. I could see it happening. I'd consider it. I think it's a respectable offer. Um, I don't know if I say yes. I, I it's it's tough because Miles Turner is very injury prone. I think that would probably scare me off. He has a good contract, but he is injury prone. He has been a little bit inconsistent from beyond the arc. He's had really good years, and then he's had just okay years from beyond the arc. I'm a fan of Miles Turner, but I'm I'm just not sure. If the Pistons are able to take Boyan 26 and 31 and get up to the lottery, if we're un, if we're operating under that 
um, hypothetical that that actually is possible, I think I probably would take it if I could do that. If I knew ahead of time that I'm able to do that, I probably would take it, possibly. Um, but I do think this is a good offer from the Lockdown Pacers. So let me know what you guys think about that. Comment section down below or over on Twitter, um, at Kuka Hill. Um, another trade that was offered was Locked On Suns. Uh, I thought this was pretty funny, to be honest. When we got this trade, when I got this trade offer, I thought it was pretty funny. Um, it kind of paints the picture for me about how they're feeling about this player over there currently, if they're willing to do this. Um, but I asked Locked On Suns for number five, what you doing? They said Chris Paul, straight up. Trade Chris Paul for number five. Don't think the Pistons take that. Chris Paul is good. He's still good. He's not as good as he, he was even last year. He, the age is starting to catch up to him a little bit. His contract is pretty hefty, even though he, it is a partial guarantee after this year. Um, so if the Pistons wanted to do that and get like out of his, you know, free up some cap space, I get. I, I don't think they would free up cap space with that. But that he is a partial guarantee contract either way. I, I don't know why I'm giving this full explanation. It's a no. I'm not. We're not taking Chris Paul. It doesn't make any sense. He's older. The Pistons are stacked with guards. They don't need Chris Paul like that. It's not happening. Saying no. Um, but I, like I said, I did find it interesting that uh, I did find it interesting that Lockdown Suns was so quick to say Chris Paul. Um, something they must not be liking Chris Paul that much over there. Um, moving on to the next one. This one's from Lockdown Rockets. Lockdown Rockets said they would give up a combination of Kevin Porter Jr., KJ Martin. Um, Jason Tate, Josh Christopher, Garuba, and Ty Ty Washington. They'd give up a combination of that for number five. Um, I'm not taking that. Um, KPJ, I do think, is an interesting prospect. I don't think he's bad. I, I think he's a fine player. Um, but I think it's I think it's a little bit of a question about how to fit him into a roster, a winning roster, um, because it seems like that he's convinced, and a lot of Rockets uh, people seem to be convinced that he's a point guard. And if that's the case, he definitely doesn't fit here. Um, and I don't think he's a good enough, of, eh, I mean, I don't think he's a good enough prospect for number five either. And the rest of the guys I'm not too high on either. So don't think it's a terrible offer. Not one of the best ones we got, I'd say. Um, but I don't think it's a terrible offer at all. Um, next one. And again, like I said, I'm gonna keep saying this. I want to hear you guys' thoughts. Let me know on Twitter at Kuka Hill or in the comment section, how you guys feel about these offers. So this one is from Locked on Heat. Locked on Heat says they'd offer Tyler Hero for number five, but only if they knew that they could use number five to then try a trade for a dis- disgruntled all-star. Now, the the response to that is, well, if you can get a disgruntled all-star for number five, why wouldn't the Pistons just use number five to then trade for that disgruntled all-star? But nonetheless, let's just operate within this hypothetical of this trade. Would you trade Tyler Hero for number five? Tyler Hero, I think, is worth a number five overall pick. Like, his value in and of itself, I do think is worthy of a number five overall pick. However, I don't know how he fits with this team. Um, I'd consider it because Tyler Hero is a really damn good basketball player. And I'd come, I, you know, I won't say I'd say yes or no yet. I'm, I'm really, I, I think about it a ton. I just, the Pistons desperately need wings, man. And I feel like they're going to get a wing with this fifth overall pick. And if they again, if they were to fall to five, that's that's really going to address their need on that wing to get defense. And Tyler Hero is not addressing that. So I know how good of an offensive player he is. I know how good of an overall basketball player he is. It's not even, like, he's a really good basketball player. But at number five, for what the Pistons are needing, 
I don't know. I I think I'd rather take the wing if I'm really high on one of the wings. Like if Amon is there, I take Amon. I think. Um, there's a few other wings too. It's a really good wing draft. So I don't know. I think I don't think I I don't think I take that. But it is an interesting trade. A really good value wise. I feel like Tyler Hero definitely is worth value wise the number five overall pick. But just with the team who has it in this hypothetical, I don't think it's something um, that the Pistons would do. And then the final offer was Locked On Wizards said they'd offer Kyle Kuzma for number five. Kyle Kuzma is a guy the Pistons could be interested in in free agency and could go after. But I'm going to assume in this hypothetical, since he is a free agent, just just assume he's under contract. Would you trade Kyle Kuzma? Is Kyle Kuzma the player equal to the value of the number five pick? I think he's pretty damn close if he isn't. If he isn't worth the number five overall pick, I think he's pretty close. Um, So... I'd probably say no because you have to go out and pay him this offseason and give him a pretty big contract. Um, but I'd, I'd be more interested in hearing your guys' thoughts on whether you guys think that Kyle Kuzma, the player, is value-wise a number five overall pick. I think he's close. I think if he's not already there, I think he is a clo- I think he is close to that. Um, not sure, though. Let me, I'd love to hear you guys' thoughts on that. Um, that's all I've got for this one. Coming up, Familiar Face was offered back to the Pistons. Uh, for this number five overall pick. I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts on this one um, when we come back. But first, I've got to tell you guys about one of our sponsors, Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you'll have. Game Time is the place for last-minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concert, comedy, theater, and more. The Game Time guarantee means you always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're all set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price. Guaranteed with GameTime. And then I've got to tell you guys about another one of our sponsors, Nissan. This week's Nissan's Most Electric Player of the Week is brought to you by the all-new, all-electric 2023 Nissan Aria. And obviously, the Detroit Pistons are no longer playing basketball. That's going to be a common theme throughout this offseason, obviously. So I can't pick a Detroit Piston. So I'm going to be picking players from the playoffs that I feel like have really played well and I've enjoyed watching during these playoffs. And the player of the week I'm picking this week is LeBron James. We just got done watching LeBron James ferociously, uh, just fiercely driving to the rim, and finishing over the Defensive Player of the Year in Jaron Jackson Jr. Not once, but twice uh, to fin- to tie the game at the end of the regulation. And then also to really seal the game in overtime. Had a 20-20 game. LeBron, we all know he's extremely powerful on his drives. He also is a pretty elegant passer out there as well. He had a 20-20 game while remaining being the passer he is at this age. He continues to play really well. He's my Nissan's most electric player of the week. The 2023 Nissan Aria packs pin you to your seat power and premium intelligence all in one EV. 
the all-new, all-electric 2023 Nissan Aria, the EV for people who love to drive. Shop now at NissanUSA.com and check out the 2023 Nissan Aria. This week's most electric player of the week brought to you by Nissan is LeBron James. So I want to thank you guys again for making Lockdown Pistons your first listen of every single day. We are free and available on all your podcast platforms. If you haven't already, head to the YouTube channel at Lockdown Pistons. Hit that subscribe button or leave us a five-star review on whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on. That's another great way to support the podcast. Um, before we get into the familiar face that was offered in this in this exercise I did at Lockdown Network, um, there were some other trade offers, um, but I didn't really take them. You know, I, I don't think they were really worthy of being talked about. I think they were. I don't think they were good offers, um, either. Either because the team just wouldn't be interested in it. I asked them all just to send what you think the best player the the your team would send, and a lot of these teams just wouldn't probably be interested in number five and wouldn't have much to offer. So, I just wanted to see who the best player would would be if they were forced to try to send an offer for number five. So don't get too bent out of shape with this. Um, but Locked On Magic said Gary Harris or potentially Jonathan Isaac. I- I'd love Jonathan Isaac. Don't think he's worth number five right now. That would be buying way too uh, high on him when he's coming off these injuries. I'd love to have Jonathan Isaac on the team, though, just not for number five. Um, Locked On Clippers offered Brandon Boston, Chance Mann, and 30. I wouldn't do that trade, but that's the best the Clippers probably would be able to do in a trade. I um, just don't think that would be enough to get it done. Um, but now... Let's move. Oh, and also Locked On Pelicans. I talked with Locked On Pelicans. Um, they said probably the best that they could do is C.J. McCollum and Herb Jones for the fifth pick in Boyan Bogdanovich. Um, I really like Herb Jones on this team, but swapping out C, uh, Boyan for C.J., another guard. Um, he's not going to come off the bench for the Pistons or anything. Um, so it just wouldn't, I don't think that would make much sense along with having, uh, Alec Burks already there. Who's willing to come off the bench and kind of serves his role. CJ is not at that point of his career at all yet. Um, I don't think that's worthy enough right there. I don't think Herb Jones himself, even though I do like Herb Jones, I don't think that Herb Jones is worthy of the fifth pick. Um, so saying no to that one as well. Um, but the familiar face that was offered was from locked on trailblazers, locked on trailblazers offered Jeremy Grant for the number five overall pick. I would not do this. I would not do this. I think, again, I think it's a fine trade offer. I, I don't think it's anything crazy. Um, don't think it's a, a strip spin in your face. Um, but I would not do this trade. For this reason, being the Pistons just traded Jeremy for a future first with Milwaukee. If the Pistons, if the Pistons decided that was Jeremy Grant's value, and then went and traded a top five pick for Jeremy Grant, I probably pop a I, I, dude. I, I pop a blood vessel. I, I would lose it. I, I would go crazy. That would be just probably one of the worst. That that would be one of the most ironic and and like hilarious things that would have happened with the Pistons in quite some time. To trade a guy a year before for a future first that was in the late twenties, and then trade for him back a year later for a top five pick. I'd be furious. I I would absolutely be furious. I, I'd lose it. So I wouldn't tr- do this trade. I know a lot of Pistons fans, and I know it's even been rumored by some of the Pistons beat writers that maybe Jamie Grant could be interested in having a reunion with the Pistons in free agency. Um, I, I I personally don't buy it happening. Um, I still think that the Blazers are probably going to try to win around Dame again. I think they're going to try to make moves to go get guys to play with Dame. 
I still believe that. Dames may sound like that's going to be the case. Um, he's openly said he wants Jeremy Grant to return. So if they do go the route of wanting to build around Dame still, Jeremy Grant's not going nowhere. If if they do go into blow-up mode and they go for the rebuild, I guess Jeremy Grant would be available. But I don't. I personally wouldn't be too thrilled with going after Jeremy rather than some, someone else in free agency. Like, I'd rather spend a pick on a wing in the draft and then get Cam Johnson in free agency for cheaper than Jeremy, what Jeremy's going to want. Um, but now we're drifting farther away. Would I trade number five overall pick for Jeremy Grant? No, I would not. I, I would not trade uh, number five pick for Jeremy Grant. I'd love to hear you guys' thoughts. Are there any of you guys out there that big fans of Jeremy Grant where you would trade number five for him? Let me know in the comment section down below or over on Twitter at Kuka Hill. That's all I've got for you guys today. I thought this was a fun exercise. Again, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, the, the bigger reason why I did this wasn't to try to you know, find beat GM and try to find trades. I really just want, if, if the Pistons do decide to move it, if they were to fall to five in this hypothetical, if they were to fall to five and they wanted to move it, I just wanted to try to grasp, I, I, just, I, I would just tr- want to try to grasp what the value for five seems to be outside of Detroit. Because I feel like with, it's hard to do that within like the Detroit community and, and within the Pistons community because you're always going to overvalue what you have. Like Pistons fans thought Jeremy Grant was going to get like a top A pick. Like that, that's that's what, what the belief was for a long time. People thought that Bojan was going to get a lottery pick at the trade deadline. Like that just didn't happen. They're going the, Your own community is going to naturally overvalue your own assets if you, if you will... Uh, if you want to call them assets. Um, so I'd like to get outside perspective so I can try to get like a balance of, okay, Pistons fans are here. A lot of people are here. What's in the middle. That's, that's what the big exercise was for me at least. But if you guys had a different takeaway from some of the things we talked about here, again, let me know in the comment section down below or over on Twitter at Cuckoo Hill. That's all I've got for you guys today. Thank you for making Lockdown Pistons your first listen of every single day. We're free and available on all your podcast platforms. Hit that subscribe button to the YouTube channel. Leave us a five-star review whenever podcast platform you're listening to this on. And until next time, I'll see you guys later. Enjoy the playoffs. Until next time, peace out.